Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It is August 19th. It's such a beautiful day. Um, oh, so I'm changing things up a bit with the videos that I post, mainly because it's hard for people to walk in in the middle of a live when you miss so much from the beginning. So it's easier if I just make the video and then post it so you can decide from the beginning whether you want to finish watching it or not because there's so much good content um, within this and it's so true and I I just uh, it's hard to watch somebody come in 20 minutes into it and really get the gist of where I'm at within the topic so I'm changing that up and I'm super excited about that because I often struggle uh, having conversations with people while I'm doing lives. I just, I get so focused on what God wants me to say that it's hard to stop and actually have a discussion with somebody. Um, and I also want to share with you something very amazing that happened um, with God yesterday and I. He has taken me through some things and the last week was one of the most amazing victories that he helped me overcome and opened a new part of me. So yesterday, and I'm in private counseling um, as well, and we had discussed and it kept coming around to do a reflection. And even I was speaking of it yesterday, you guys. I was saying we need to do a reflection. And the thing about doing a reflection is I knew I was just recognizing the good things I did, but I wasn't actually allowing myself to feel the good things I've done in my life, in even just in the last year. But ever since I woke up to God knowing that God is real, you know, all the things that have taken me to get to this point, so after dinner, and it got strategically planned, my children were not home, uh, and he wanted me to meditate. So I picked out some meditation music, and I was sitting there, and he goes, are you ready? <laughs> and I'm not even lying, you guys. This is a, God speaks to me. When you really create that relationship with God, the conversation is as clear as day. Like he, it's it's a real thing and so I sat there going okay I knew I was gonna reflect on some stuff in my life and I was just like okay I'm ready to do this I don't know what's gonna happen we're gonna meditate and for me I've went from meditating and closing my eyes and relaxing to where I can actually walk around and meditate but I was sitting on my couch back there so I had my speakers on really really loud <laughs> so the the beats of the meditation music were pulsing my were pulsing my heart in my brain so it was getting the blood flowing so it was creating a flow of oxygen which probably helped the meditation a little scientific fact there and so as it began um, when he said are you ready and I said okay this was the feeling it was like he pulled a cork from the center of my heart I felt it unplug and out poured things out of my heart just flowing from my heart and I started bawling I did I had no idea why I was bawling <laughs> to be honest I'm like I don't know but I started bawling so freely and I was just like and then slowly things stopped pouring out 
And we started going through the progression of just my home. Like he had me look around and as I'm looking around, my home is how I imagined it when I was younger. This is who I wanted to be. I have Bible verses on my walls for pictures. The pictures I have are inspiring. Um, I have God surrounding me. Um, I, you know, have the calendar I want. I have the computer I want. My children live with me and I know how to love my children. I love my dog. I love the dishes I have. I love the food that I prepare. Like, and I don't just eat anything. I really am on a very particular lifestyle uh, eating habit. Like it has to be fresh, it has to be real and authentic. None of this fake, dyed, processed, nothing. Like you open my fridge, it's craziness, it's fruit and veggies. And I just love it. I'm looking at my speakers and you guys, my sound system is so loud, you can when I played music at the park on Saturday, I could hear it throughout the entire park, across the main street, over into the grocery store. That's what my children told me. They go, mom, we heard you singing when we were walking in the grocery store. And I was like, I can't believe they're that loud. But I used to dream as a little girl, singing in front of people on a stage and God made that dream come true. And I realized that all my choices are now my life. Like your life is an accumulation of your choices. And as I'm sitting there, I realized every time I did the right thing against what people told me, when somebody was offering me fast food or somebody was wanting to help me when God said, no, I want you to do it on your own. Every struggle that I went through to get to this point, relying only on God has accumulated into the home and the life I've created. And then it began the inner work where I was like, I love who I became. Like I was so many toxic things. The inside of me was just so shattered and broken and toxic that I put that on other people and I hurt them. And those were things I really started that really spiraled reflecting on this. And I realized that I addressed each and one of those issues. I really gave myself over to God and I said I wanted them fixed. I wanted to change and I did. I did the steps needed to change. I didn't back away. I didn't run. I never turned to cope with any substance, not even like an over-the-counter medicine. So it was just like, I I loved me. Like I felt like suddenly I, I felt the love God had for me and I believed it. I believed I was worth it. I was somebody. I always wanted to be somebody in the world that inspired people by sharing the things that happened in my childhood and I'm doing that and I'm just looking and I'm bawling. You guys, I literally, this was for, the meditation was for an hour and 11 minutes. That's, that's a God, God number you guys, one, 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 uh, you know. So that was with the meditation he picked out. And as I'm sitting here, I'm just crying profusely. Like that's how important I was to God. That he came down from heaven. He made his presence known. And no matter what, he kept going. 
and I had to go through everything. I had to go through every struggle because the things inside of me that were so toxic were buried so deep that only pain and suffering would have brought them out. I would have never been who I was today if I hadn't made all the choices I made and been through all the things I've been through to make it here today. I was, I was messaging somebody in my family and I was talking about forgiveness. They said they're not there yet or they can't. And it was about forgiving my parents. And you know, I do like those things, knowing that I can forgive and I feel it. It's not just, I recognize it, you guys. I feel like I hope they find salvation and, and peace within themselves, that they forgive themselves because we're all just broken people in this world. And it was just like, wow, I'm just, my heart became wide open. And I suddenly became not scared to be placed where God's trying to place me. God's trying to place me in, you know, a church to be a person amongst the body of church there, to actually participate fully, create friendships, lasting relationships with these people. And I was so scared that it caused me so much pain to try to resist God on it. I didn't want to. And I realized that I want those things now. I want what God wants for me because he's been true to everything. He's never left my side. He's always been there. Like just thinking like I'm living the life I always wanted to live. And I finally became who I wanted to be. And I'm brave. Like I've taken account. And when I mean by bravery, you guys, it's not just brave going out and telling people you did this wrong to me. What I mean by brave is I faced people that I did wrong to. And I took full accountability for not only what I did, but how I made them feel. And I had to leave it at that. Like I could no longer push things on other people. And that's what I mean by brave. I became brave to speak my truths of what I did, not of what other people did, because I don't know the mindset of other people. Like my mother was a broken person. I can't make her take accountability. But what I can do is I can face my behaviors and my brokenness and my toxicity, and I can take accountability for it. Because once you become brave and you have the courage to actually fully lay it out there and go, you know what? I did this and it made you feel like this because God has placed me in situations where I know how it feels to be treated the way I treated others. So I was able to articulate that in words to where they realized maybe, but it gave them the opportunity not to hate me anymore so that they can move on with their lives. That's letting them go. I became brave to stop hanging on to people with my angriness and I just let them go. And I took what blame was mine so that they weren't being attached to me by that blame. And that's what I mean by being brave and courageous. It's not going out there and just being nasty and big mouth in this world. It's being brave and owning yourself, owning who you are to the fullest. I have owned every bad thing I've done. I've owned it to God and I've owned it to people. Whether I lost them in my life or not, I took that risk because that's the right thing to do. 
and that's being brave. It's such a beautiful thing, you you guys, that God did this for me because I feel like it was. And then at the very end of it, I remember the moment sitting in my living room, looking at my children, not knowing how to be a mother. I just gotten out of jail in 2000, it was 2018, and I was miserable. I was numb. And I was looking around going, there has to be more to life than this, than what I feel, than who I am. I'm gonna die and this is all my life is gonna be? Those were the words that started coming to my mind. And it caused me so much like, it moved me. Like there had to be more to life than this. And it was in that moment I realized my soul was crying out to God and he started leading me by bread by breadcrumbs to him because I didn't believe in him at the time. But he led me to where last night when I was sitting on my couch, I was happy. Like from the inside out, I am happy with my authentic self. I'm happy with the life I created and I'm happy with the choices I know I can make. And I'm happy because I'm free. I finally feel free from the bondage of toxicity that I allowed to hold me back. And it was just like, I'm happy. I think I screamed it in my apartment. I mean, I can't imagine what my neighbors think. I'm in here listening to weird meditation music. Like, it's probably why they don't talk to me very often. <laughs> and I'm screaming, I'm happy! That's how I did it. I'm happy! I, I'm happy. And so today I just wanted to put my best foot forward in the new creation that God created me. God has shaped me. God has molded me. God has sculpted me. And what a gl glorious thing to be like praised by the sculptor. He praises me all the time. It's such a beautiful thing, you guys. So I just wanted to share that moment with you because would you really be still you know, be still and know that I am God. When you be still and you really silence the things and you really listen, you really, God will speak to you. And at first, you know, God wasn't actually speaking well the very first time he did speak to me. But after that, like there was so much toxicity in my body, so much anger, hate, and resentment. The communication wasn't clear. Like I was filtering what he was trying to say to me through my brokenness. Like my my vision, my spiritual vision was very hazy. So every time God would try to speak to me, it was getting filtered through that haziness. And so it was necessary for God to cleanse me, to have the communication I have now. This has taken a lot of work to have this clear communication with God, but you can do it. It is possible. You just have to trust in the process with God, which brings me to um, the daily bread. I love how God folds this in. And the verse comes from Psalms 116 verse 10. I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. I've said this a lot this last year. I'm just, I mean, I'm just brutally honest with God. He knows everything. And if I just don't give it to him as it comes out, I'm never going to heal. So I became just so real with him. There's nothing I hide and nothing I smother. 
But it was in that moment in 2018 when I sat there going, there had to be more to life than this. God, you know, my soul was speaking to God and I didn't even know it. I trusted in the Lord when I said I am greatly afflicted because I was, I was completely just nothing at the time. So the story is called Singing to the Firing Squad. And the story goes, two men convicted of drug trafficking have been on death row for a decade. While in prison, they learned of God's love for them in Jesus and their lives were transformed. When it came time for them to face the firing squad, they faced their executioner reciting the Lord's Prayer and singing Amazing Grace. Because of their faith in God, through the power of the Spirit, they were able to face death with incredible courage. They followed the example of faith set by their Savior Jesus. When he knew that his death was imminent, he spent part of the evening singing with friends. It's remarkable that Christ could sing under such circumstances, but what's even more remarkable is what he sang. On that night, Jesus and his friends had a Passover meal, which always ends with a series of psalms known as the Halle, uh, Psalm 113 through 118. I might have said that word wrong. Facing death, the night Jesus sang about the cords of death entangling him, yet he praised God's faithful love and thanked him for salvation. Surely these psalms comforted Jesus on the night before his crucifixion. Christ's trust in his Father was so great that even as he approached his own death, a death he had done nothing to deserve, he chose to sing of God's love because of Jesus. We too have confidence in whatever we face, God is with us. Every moment if we allow it. He's right there in the palm of our hand, you guys. Right there, Jesus said it. Father is in the palm of your hand. You just have to open up and let him in. How is Christ's example in suffering surprising? How is it helpful to you? God, strengthen our faith in you so that when we face trials or even approach death, we can sing with confidence about your love. Amen. This is so beautiful, you guys. And when you realize what your purpose is, just like Jesus knew what his purpose is, I know I've had this discussion with God. If it was his purpose for me to die in this world, um, then that is my purpose and I'm ready. Like I've made understanding with that, that my death will serve a purpose. Everyone's death can serve a purpose. And Jesus knew his death would be my salvation, you guys. Jesus died for me to be who I am today. We wouldn't be here without that. And he knew it. He knew it because he had such a clear relationship with God. He had no doubt in his mind, just as I have not one single doubt in my mind that my life is going to be an amazing life. I will serve God and I will serve a purpose and I will leave behind a legacy of love in my children in the family and friends that are around me. And what a beautiful thing to leave love behind instead of hate. I know this without a doubt for what just, it's just something once you have that relationship with God and you open up your heart to him, you feel it. It's that, it's like a, oh, right? You can't deny it. And until you experience it, it's just words. Until you feel it, it's just words. 
but you have to be curious and you have to start searching. If you want to know what it feels like, if you want to have these experiences, you have to search yourself. Nobody's just going to lay it in your lap and go, here it is. You have to step forward and you have to do the work. It takes work. It takes coming out of the choices you made in your life. I had to undo everything I had done in my life with every choice I made. That meant I had to go through all the pain and suffering of coming out of the choices I made. I had to. Otherwise, I wouldn't value who I am today. And I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to go back and I won't go back because of how hard I worked to get to this point to fight out of that pit of hell that I was in. And the fact that I've made it out of there, I will never go back to it again. I won't even, I don't even flirt with the pit. I know last week, one of my coworkers, even though they meant it from the kindness of their heart, they offered me fast food just to see if I'd feel better. And you know what? It would have been so easy to go against everything I committed to God to just to eat that food to comfort myself. And I realized, no, I know it's not going to be good for me. And I'm just wanting to comfort myself. I'm going to feel this pain because at the end of this pain is a lesson that I need to understand. So you guys, Christ was such an amazing example. And, and so many people deny it because how can somebody be like that? I know how he can be like that. I've cried so many times when I think of how much love Jesus had for people he didn't even know. Like he loved us so much he gave his life. What an amazing thing so that we could exist today. And God watched it and felt that pain from the very, he loves us all and I can't imagine him just watching it, but he knew what the result would be. So that's why you can do it in love and you face those challenges in love, knowing the end result. Jesus didn't spend that evening crying and going, you're gonna miss me and this world isn't nothing. Jesus was the King of Kings. And he never once made it sound like the world couldn't like live without him in the flesh. He said, no, you're going to make it. There's going to be a greater counsel. You're going to have everything I have and just believe in it and believe in me and trust I will be here. He was motivating his disciples, knowing that what was coming next was greater than what was leaving which is such a beautiful thing. And when we reflect on our lives, you guys, when you reflect on letting your old life behind, for so long I hung on to my old life. And when I finally let it go, what I got later was greater than when I let go. And it's such a beautiful thing to realize I'm finally that, like, and I've let it go. <sighs> it gets old carrying the bricks of your past around, you guys. I feel like, when you actually do that, you actually feel you walk lighter. You're lighter in the world. You're just a light. I feel like I am a light in this world. And it's such a beautiful thing. And it's because of Jesus being the example. If Jesus never did what he did, we would have never had an example written down of how to do it. And that's, that is truly how I learned. I got in the Bible and I really read the story of Jesus over and over again. I watched as many documentaries as I could. I watched movies that were depicted right from the Bible, like, um, you know, word for word. And it was like not 
dramatized, okay? Um, I know there's a couple of movies out there, The Passion of Christ. You know, that's a little dramatized. You know, they made it to sell. There, I, I tried to watch it and I couldn't because it was made to sell. Instead of just letting it be natural, where I've watched another one, where it was just naturally came right from the Bible, where I was like, wow, this is just like the Bible. This is like, I'm, I'm watching what I've read out of the Bible. And you know what? It had a greater impact on me than the passion of Christ ever did. So, you know, it was those things that really put a vision to all of those because Jesus was so many great things. And when we miss the good things that he did, you know, we miss the lesson. He showed us how to walk and speak the truth and love one another. What a loving thing. He wasn't egotistical and he had that. And once I realized what he had between him and God, once I, I was like, I get it. Now, I get why he died on the cross. I get why he never turned around because he felt that love of God calling him and you can't deny it. And it feels greater than the hate that surrounds you. Such a beautiful thing, you guys. Singing to the fire squad. Just like these guys. You know what? Just knowing that you're saved and going to have a place in heaven. Just knowing that I could die today and I'm satisfied. I know God will take care of my children. I know God will handle certain things. So I am satisfied with the life that I have finally achieved. I've reached this point and I know that I have my place in heaven and that's where I'm going. I just know it because of who I am. Who God created me to be and I finally allowed him to sculpt me into that just like these men whether they did wrong or not they found their salvation they found a purpose while they were there and in in facing their consequence they faced it with bravery and courage because they knew what was on the other side was greater than what was now such a beautiful thing and they left such an amazing amazing inspirational story of, you know, you shouldn't fear. Once you find Jesus, it's something that the eyes can't see. It's it's on the inside of the heart. Once you, once you accept that and you start working with God, it's that feeling inside of nothing else matters. So what a beautiful thing. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. God bless you. And the challenges for today, like, Think of the times you have cried out for help, but are you opening your heart up for help? Because see, God will only help you as much as you let him in. For so long, I closed myself off to everything except for what I would allow, which left little room for God to maneuver in my life. When you ask people to pray for you, when you ask for help, you have to give God a foothold in your life to help you. So my challenge for you, challenge yourself to think of the times you did ask for help and you didn't give God a foothold. You didn't open yourself up to receive help. You remained closed and angry and you remained in bondage to Satan's negativity. And think, am I ready? Do I really wanna change? And if I do, am I ready to really open my heart to God? What a beautiful thing, you guys. I love you. God bless and have a great day.